Pokemon, Pokemon Cat! Decide who goes first in a game of scissors, paper, stone. Be a good sport and go and shake each other's hand. Six of cards in a deck, grab it and place it on the deck zone. Draw seven cards per man, now baby, that's your hand. So many types of cards in a Pokemon training card game. Pokemon cards and trainer cards and energy cards, they're not the same. Make sure you have your basic Pokemon card in your hand. Oh, so you actually know what they're talking about. I know absolutely what they're talking about because I am collecting Pokemon cards nowadays. This is not a Pokemon episode, though, is it? It is not a Pokemon episode. That is exactly what I was going to say. This is an episode about trading cards in general because, you know, one of the things that I've been noting is that it's, it's they're hot. I mean, it's, you know, one of the one of the YouTube videos that I watch a lot is of people, um, you know, just breaking open boxes of, of cases, whether they be baseball, basketball, Pokemon, uh, whatever. But 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 we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Hello, cool story, every, everybody. This is Lex. I'm here with uh, with my co-host, Art, as always. You guys Art. Are yeah, yeah, we're oh. here. How are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm just fantastic. Um, yeah, doing okay, doing all right. You know, how about yourself, also, Joe. And we're also joined by. All right, fine. Just steamroll my question. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing a okay. I'm aching a little yeah, bit. Kid. I got um, I got some new ink on my body a couple days ago. Did you say you're uh, in pain? <laughs> Hey Joe, what sort of uh, what sort of regret did you have etched on your flesh for uh, this time? Well, let's see. I got a biblical verse. I got the Triforce, a power from the Legend of Zelda, and I got the Ravens logo. So I am, uh, and the Ravens one is the one that really hurts because it was on my leg, and just anytime I walk on on, I guess it must have been on like the muscle or something. It's it's aching, and I'm sure that. And I'm sure that Ghost uh, will have a fun time with that at, at you know, probably okay. next week. Wow. I'm doing okay. okay. And how about you, Ben? We are joined, as always, by our friend, uh, Ben, who's become pretty much our third co-host, it seems like. How are you, Ben? <laughs> Ooh, you suck. <laughs> I was not going to say a word until I had the floor, but thank you. I'm doing well. Happy to be here. I've definitely got some uh, some uh, juice in my arsenal to share. And uh, Art, you missed the perfect opportunity. He said Legend of Zelda, and you didn't drop the Excuse Me Princess, so shame on you. Well. Well, excuse me, princess. That's better. That's better. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That. Hey, Joe, I hate to tell you this, but they drew that bird all wrong. so trading cards trading cards um i think you know are even though you were not into sports ball you had to have trading cards as like a kid, right? Oh yeah, no, for sure. No, sorry, I was just wondering like what happened to a drop I had played. It's now disappeared, uh, which is so, a shame because it's a producer Kenny drop that I enjoy. But uh, I I did have cards as a kid, and I still have them to this day. Uh, I don't follow card trading, and I don't um, actively 
do stuff. But uh, after, you know, having some cards in my possession for, I don't know, 20, 30 years, I finally put some of them into fucking sleeves and a binder. So, yeah. And and it's a big business. Like, I mean, it shocks me just the just the amount of money that is thrown around on this stuff. So, you know, you know, for, for our very first topic here, let's go. Let's just go ahead and talk about what we collected, whether it be as kids um, and adults, because it is something that I'm doing again now. I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um, of course, as a kid, yeah, I was big into baseball, um, you know, would always get like the the uh, FLIR sets and top sets for 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 the year. Um, uh, mostly baseball, a little bit of football. Um, I think comic books also had trading cards so i used to get them um i was uh prior to the pokemon craze uh so i wasn't collecting pokemon at the time however um it's something that i am doing nowadays i actually sold a a bunch of baseball cards um earlier on this year just to pay down some you know with the divorce going on just to pay down just to pay down some stuff but um I have been collecting with my son and uh, it's uh, that's what I'm collecting nowadays. Although I do seek out some rookie cards as well. Some uh, like some baseball rookie cards, especially with my O's being as hot as they are right now, but it's a very expensive hobby. I mean, people drop hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on these boxes for, for cards that uh, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, some people, uh, <laughs> make big which we'll talk about a little bit later here in the episode during a certain segment if you know what i mean uh but uh um but more on that later but but anyway that's what i collected then and that's what i collect now what say you ben all righty friends so what i was into was good old-fashioned garbage pail kids heck yeah and it's funny you know as a kid, I got them at the 7-Eleven, and there was always a stick of gum, and I would bite the gum, and it would hurt my mouth. <laughs> but um, I'd trade them with my next-door neighbor, and he'd say, well, I'll give you one of these because I want two of the other one. And it, I, I put them in these sleeves, and uh, it's interesting because there's one of them, and I know where it is. <laughs> the, the character called Max Axe, he chopped up a Cabbage Patch Kid and put him in a basket. Nice. <laughs> I do. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, these are so anti Cabbage Patch kids. That's why I love them so much. But these are my authentic uh, garbage pail kids from the 80s. And um, I'm, I love these. And I wanted art to, to defend the fact that you love the Garbage Pail Kids movie. I would love <laughs> to hear why. Tell us, Art, please, because I'd love to hear it. I'm not going to tell you here. Remember, but, what, what'd you say? I don't think I remember the Garbage Pail Kids movie. See, here's what I'll say. If you want to know the answer to that fun question, you can check out my other show, Subversive Cinema, and there's an episode all about it. So if you want to hear 40-plus minutes about Garbage Pail Kids, you can go watch that or listen to that. Or listen to it, exactly. Yes. Well, that's okay. But I got got a copy of the movie at a convention for $15. So I don't know if I got ripped off or not. But yeah, Garbage Pail Kids is is my bread and butter. Hell yeah, man. Does does your binder say Lost in Space? Oh, yeah, you did see that. I put them in a I Lost did. in Space binder because I also have cards from Lost in Space in here. Uh, I just, it's just Why? not that many of them. I love Lost in Space. That's my other favorite show. See, Lost in Space. <laughs> there are trading cards for everything. 
Absolutely. Uh, there are, as uh, I will uh, mention when I get to to my turn there. Um, Go ahead. So, uh, like Ben, I uh, did collect Garbage Pail Kids. I don't have them in a binder. They're in a box still. But Oh, I nice, have, dude. I got a box full of them here. So It's so cool. Is that all your Garbage Pail Kids art? Yeah, that's all of them. So, uh, from uh, On the stuff. Mark to Dotted wow. Lionel, Mickey Mouths. <laughs> oh, dude, art, art. I would love if you and I would trade Garbage Pail Kids. I'd love it. I'll see what I got here. Oh, look, Bobby Booger. Nice. Oh, um, wow. But it's not just that. See, I was also into, because my dad and I would go to the flea market pretty much every week or so. And that was a great place to buy stuff. And I have somewhere in a binder, I bought, uh, fuck if I know if it's worth anything, but I have the entire series of the Marvel trading cards from 1993 or 1992 one of those years i forgot which one it was but i have the entire collection for that whole year i would get garbage pail kids cards i would also get fucking mad the the magazine, mad oh. magazine trading cards so they're all wow. different mad magazine covers <laughs> and it's yeah like i you know i got like a bunch of these things here i would also get because I was into it like crazy, fucking Dick Tracy, the movie mm. trading cards. That's awesome. <laughs> so there's like that was a great movies. movie. Oh yeah, you know there's the blank bam. Yeah, so. Madonna. Yep. Spoiler alert. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh wait. Spoiler alert. Um, Thirty year old movie. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, you know, Dick Van Dyke out. is still alive. What's that? Wow. Dick Van Dyke is still alive. He he was in that movie. No. Yep. Dude, a lot of people oh. were in it. Pacino was there. I mean, there was a ton of people in that movie. Hoffman. Uh, uh, um, uh, but yeah, so I would get a bunch of random ones. And I, I do have some sports cards, but I don't know shit about them at all. And they're obviously not taken care of very well. So I have some football cards, and then I got a bunch of um, tops and uh, different um, baseball. Like, I got a bunch of Fleer from the 80s. Um, yeah. Then, so Bart... Sports cards. If you didn't watch sports, if you didn't watch, dude, at the time I didn't know. I was just, it was just. I heard you traded cards, and you got trading cards, and I just, I just go buy, fucking buy them. You know, I don't know, but uh, so yeah, I got like a weird, but I, I got a weird collection, but I do like the off the beaten path stuff. You know, um, so those are always kind of fun. Art, I want you to get some sleeves and put those in the safekeeping. I really yeah. don't. Well, I actually keep all my cards in a fireproof safe under my desk <laughs> so i okay. do have them somewhere Fair. safe but a bum but uh wait but uh <laughs> but you know what joe maybe you can help me uh value these cards if uh any of these are fucking worth anything so maybe 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 not who knows i mean you know well uh, and you know that kind of brings me to 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 my next topic. If you if you Jen still mind if I go once again, um, because um, <laughs> you know, like I said, th there's a lot of videos that I'm watching on YouTube of people unboxing, and one guy I subscribed to, and then I had to unsubscribe because he just strikes me as a giant douche. Uh, he's um, he's known as the sports card collector. Um, the dude's like a day trader by day. So, so dude makes bank. Of like, course. You know yeah. I mean? So he can spend money on all this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, you know, and he 
and you know he collects sports cards as a hobby and not just any sports cards like i mean you know I, i'm talking cards worth tens of thousands of dollars if not more and like i saw you know there's a a big show recently just just a week or two ago uh, it's the like sports card show of the year trading show of the year it's called the national and he was there like <laughs> haggling over a 41 or 42 Joe DiMaggio card with an autograph on it. And like the guy, <laughs> like the, <laughs> like the guy said, you know, the, the guy who was running the booth had to call the guy who owned the card because he was doing it on like commission. And he was like, look, the absolute lowest he'll take is 22,000 oh, or something like that. And, you know, you know, long pause. And then this guy who's making bank at, you know, during the day, it's like, well, how about, 22 deal and, and, and <laughs> you're gonna haggle over you know you are 500 bucks yeah millions of dollars and you're haggling over 500 so here's yeah. my question to this douche the you, you know you which know, for the for the folks out there listening two percent he was basically arguing yes two percent discount <laughs> and a hundred percent of his pride <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, sure <laughs> And I understand this is something that you do. You have to hag once. You know, I'm not much of a haggler. But but the thing is, is that is our sports car, are any cards worth investing in? And mm -hmm. I will say, <laughs> I will say yes, with a caveat. It's one of those things. It's like, you know, can you become rich playing the lottery? Sure. Uh, you know, the odds are astronomical that you won't. But it it's something you know it, it it just one of those things it's it's the rush that you get from like from like buying these cards you know hoping that you know hey you know you know perhaps if you pull a rookie card you know with an auto and something like this and a guy you know does everything right in right in his life you know hey you know perhaps this will be worth a few bucks one day um, in my case you know I had a box of you know a lot of old the graph cards and whatnot that did sell pretty well earlier on this year not as you know and you know and like helped me out when i really needed it but it's i just don't think it's a worthwhile investing idea you know if, if, if you're going to invest you use like the dave ramsey method you know put hmm. 500 hours into you know, you know, <laughs> you know, into some kind of like investment fund or something like that. And then, you know, by the time you retire, you will be a multi-millionaire. And then you can buy all the cards you want. That, but, that, that's a smidge reductive on Mr. Ramsey's philosophy. But yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> uh, note to all the listeners out there, we are not giving you financial advice and telling you that if you put 500 bucks away and uh, and then magically you'll be a multi-millionaire by the time you retire. <laughs> Well, you know, I was if just. If you do, fun. you owe us some commission. <laughs> yeah, but if you do, then you you uh, you owe us money because you got it from Joe. So, go ahead, Art. Do you do you think sports card investing is is a wise investment? No, I a fl flat out easy answer is no. I think the idea <laughs> of going into something for the express purpose of making money when you're collecting something is not a great idea. Purely because the only reason it holds value is because a bunch of other random schmucks decided it holds value. It's it, none of this stuff is worth anything if people don't deem it so. 
Exactly. So that's the thing. Now, what I will say is go ahead and collect because I'd like to collect. I mean, yes, it can, you know, it can uh, hinge slightly on OCD at times, but I think, you know, collecting can be a very healthy and, and wonderful hobby and you should collect the thing, whatever it may be, cards or movies or whatever it is. You should collect it because the act of doing so brings you joy. The item itself brings you joy, but not for a financial gain. Because if you're doing that, like, honestly, I think if you're going to make that happen, you have to make that a full-time fucking job. And just like the real world, there's really no shortcuts to making money doing this. Like there's no way unless you're going to find some rube to sell you a clearly valuable card for next to nothing that you're going to turn around and suddenly make a bunch of money off of it. That's just, that doesn't happen. You know, it, that would be like selling, you know, finding a fucking Ferrari online and buying it for a hundred bucks and then selling it for a, you know, a hundred thousand. It just doesn't happen. So it, it's a byproduct of having been a collector is what I'll say. Having something of value comes later, not what you're doing during. That's that's my own take on it. I have a question for you, Art. Yes. Did you see Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. What if Cameron wanted to piss off his father so he sold you the Ferrari for a hundred bucks? Oh well, then that then that's again that's one of those rare situations, man. You know, the, there, look, there are situations that like that that do exist. <laughs> you know, there's the age old joke about the Ferrari being sold in the penny saver because a woman, you know, was getting a divorce and then it's like, blah, blah, blah. And then she was just getting, you know, sticking it to her husband. There's the, the, the story. I don't know if it's urban legend or true about why two buck Chuck at Trader Joe's is two bucks. And it has to do with the guy who owned the, the winery going through a bad divorce and not wanting his wife to get any proceeds off of that so he literally sells it for just above cost you know again there's there's things out there that exist but i wouldn't want to uh, bank a financial investment on it so got you so i it, it, it my long-winded you know pontification uh all sums up to no not really uh, collect for fun not for money what, what about you, you ben what do you think I think I agree with the vast majority of what you said. Like, if I'm going to collect something that means a lot to me, go right ahead. And like, for example, let's say I was lucky enough to have a Cal Ripken Jr. rookie car, like OMG. And the interesting thing is, as the future goes on, exactly, as the future goes on, certain players will raise the worth of their stuff and other players will lower it, really lower it. And if I'm doing such for my posterity and future generations, then... If it dies with me, that's fine. But my next generation, it won't mean as much to them. So let them spend it when they need it. That's the way of giving back and banking for the future. So if you're going to collect, do it because you like it and because maybe it'll be worth something. Yep. Yeah. Which uh, you just mentioned, and I hope this isn't encroaching on anything you're going to talk about, um, Joe. But <clears throat> it's amazing that this card isn't worth more. But my favorite card and for someone who doesn't really give a shit about sports has to be the 1989 Billy Ripken card that was released <laughs> in error where he wrote fuck face on the bottom of the bat. And you can very, very clearly see fuck face on the bottom of the bat as he's holding it. And yeah, it was a, it was an error card. So it's, um, I don't know if he wrote it or like, so well, somebody was, did, but I, yeah, I thought yeah. I always heard. I mean, again, when I was a kid, I remember hearing about this, and I heard he did it because you know Billy was always like you know the kid brother of you know he was in the shadow of his older brother, 
So what are you going to do? But uh, even you're going to write fuck face on the back. <laughs> exactly. Even <laughs> at its highest grading, uh, of apparently on this website, which is a PSA 10, whatever the fuck that is, it's worth 400 bucks. I honestly thought something like this would have been worth like a couple grand, but uh, you can get it ungraded for $42 if you want your own fuck face card. <laughs> so you know, there you go. That, that There, I just inadvertently came up with a topic <laughs> and answered it for myself. Uh, any particular fun cards that come to your mind that either you have or you don't have that you've heard about that, that you know, I would love to have a Billy Ripken ff error card myself but i don't have one um so that is uh that that would be mine what about uh you guys do you have any cards that are sort of uh a white like joe yeah i know you're actively doing some of this stuff so did you have any white whale cards or do you have any cards in your possession that are particularly valuable that you will you know you thought you should sell but you didn't because there's something about it or so there is a one of the YouTube um, one of the YouTube channels I watch. This guy rips stuff with his wife, but he also has a best of every week to post on Monday morning. In fact, I'll include it in our group chat to March because it's interesting seeing the prices. These are the top ten best uh, card pulls of the past week, and um, you know basically he'll do a lot of research on eBay and whatnot just to see you know what what these cards are selling for um, because, you know, typically these, the cards he features um, can, can, you know, start at a minimum of like 5k and go up from there. So, I mean, you know, so the, the white whale <laughs> that I would have loved to have gotten, and there's nothing, you know, that this is not like a fuck face one or anything like that, that this is just a very expensive card. Um, there are these cases that are ridiculously pricey with basketball cards. I, I don't remember what they are. I, I want to say it might be called national treasure or something like that, but these cases, it's basically like a suitcase. And for, for each case, you're paying a few thousand dollars. Uh, in fact, it might be more than that actually. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it, it, it might be upwards of 10 K. And like each time uh, you open this suitcase, you have a pack, and then you also have two special cards. Um, you know, one one with like a diamond inset or like a pearl inset or something like that, and then one you know, and then one more rare one or something like that. Yeah. This is incredible. Well, I've never even heard of this. This is amazing that this exists. Well, well, here's the thing. This guy, you know, tying this back in with with his YouTube countdown, his number one card. This is about a month or so ago was pulled from this list for the week and typically on any good week he'll say his number one card of the week is like you know 25 grand you know maybe 50 grand you know you know perhaps higher to just depending this card was it didn't even have an auto on it it was a triple <laughs> nba logo man so what that means is is that they actually took the nba you know like the nba player logo oh, yeah yeah the silhouette yeah they actually got three game worn of them off the jersey from lebron james steph curry i think and i want to say jokic who just won the nba championship those three like i mean those three players off their jerseys game worn were all on one card guys the guy said at auction this card would go for one million dollars 
What? Keep in mind, it's no all all the graphs or anything else. It's literally just the patches off their jerseys. But because of how rare it is, and it's like a one of one, it would go for a million dollars at auction. So that now, is my sale, but it's already been sold. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just going to have to uh, break in and, and take it for yourself. So uh, absolutely. There you go. What about you, Ben? It's got to be a garbage pail kid card. Well, it's funny, man. Um, I, I want to do a little better than that for this question. So I thought, imagine if I had a Bill Buckner rookie card and I yeah. sold it right before that's that World Series game. Right before. <laughs> you understand what he's talking about, Art? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, I'll explain it. I'm just going to um, laugh and, and hope that the audience doesn't pick up on my ignorance. There was a there was a, a curse on the Red Sox for the longest time. I believe oh, yeah. it started uh, now with that Babe I've heard Ruth. about. Yeah, <laughs> where they can never win a World Series, right. and they finally got to one. And uh, I think if they would have won this game, they would have had a chance to win. And it was the final bottom of the ninth move, and somebody hit the ball, and it was a grounder, and it went over to Bill Buckner on first base, and it went between his legs, and he missed the ball, <laughs> and they won the game because he missed the damn ball, and they ran him out of town. So, they freaking so, so the just, Red Sox had been to a few World Series in the years between Babe Ruth and this World Series, which was the 1986 World Series. Just so you know, Bill Buckner was a scapegoat because that was the winning run, but they went into the ninth with like I, I want to say the Red Sox went in with a, like a two or three run lead and blew it. Oh, uh, so, so it wasn't just it, one it man. Tied, yeah. It right. was tied up when this happened. Um, and then they still, you know, and yes, they lost game six, but then they also lost the next game, game seven. So, I mean, it was, you know, unfortunately, Bill Buckner took all the blame, but he wasn't really at fault. You know, it, it it's much like the whole thing with the Cubs and Steve Bartman, the fan, you know, who. Oh, yeah. Cubs <laughs> losing. But but the thing is, is that I want to say that the I think it was the Marlins that the Cubs were playing. The, the Marlins scored like eight unanswered runs that inning you can't blame all that on one fan i'm sorry so i mean it's like you know yeah asshole he's an asshole so yeah that's the story of that wow nice okay i dig that i can dig it (laughs) how about you ben do you have a topic Mm. i was going to talk about the garbage pail kids and you're allowed to because they're trading cards um but i already did that so there's more you can always say more oh i'll show you guys my other cards i also have make sure you uh, make sure you explain them in graphic detail since this is an audio thing (laughs) sure 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 let me go ahead and at least make it so you can see them clearly this just goes back to us having to do a youtube show art it it does yes it does (laughs) then Ben has baseball cards. Now look at that. Ben does. And they have the team names conveniently in big, bold letters at the top. So we yep. got the Cubs, Twins, Red, Red Sox. Um, okay. The Padres. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, you know I, I, I just have all these. Oh, this is NBA related. I have all these just here sort of like uh, for a rainy day, so to speak. But maybe now, someday I'll valued, get appraised. Have you valued any of no, you Did you say you haven't appraised them? I, I have not, no. So that rainy day might get a lot more fucking wet <laughs> if you find <laughs> out they're just pieces of cardboard. <laughs> I am no, they're legitimate cards. No, I'm saying, but if they end up having like 
you know, the if a car dealer would be like, I'll give you 150 bucks for the whole lot, it ain't going to get that much drier on that rainy day. <laughs> I, I hate to burst your bubble, Ben, but I don't think the garbage pail kids ever turned out to be as, as hot a collector's item at, as they thought they were. Well, I believe though, the, I feel the like first I... season, yeah, the first season was worth something enough. Is that what you have? No, I don't. But I think <laughs> all shucks. <laughs> well, what I can say is that I know that some of the garbage pail kid cards, you know, they're obviously never going to be like baseball cards for, for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. Like garbage <laughs> pail kids are so much cooler, but you can get like there are cards that are worth, you know, seven hundred bucks um let's see i'm scrolling down here like trying to see what the most valuable one is uh 850 bucks um wow see the very most expensive one so far we're almost down i'm at number six all right come on we're getting there number three well number two six thousand wow and number number one the most valuable garbage pail kids card at current value is 7500 bucks and that's nasty nick He's, uh, he's a vampire a... with a looks like a rubber doll or a, a inflatable doll. Oh, so and, there you uh, go, Joe. Yeah. You sit corrected, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So, but now, of course, these are all mint condition cards. So, right. um, and I know that a vast majority of mine are not mint condition. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That a lot of these cards have to go into. I, I don't know how much you all know about grading and whatnot like that. There's different grading agencies out there. I think the most popular one of which is PSA and they, you know, and they grade cards anywhere from a one to a 10. And so that, you know, and then like you said, you know, if it's, you know, the drop from a 10 to a nine is pretty significant. So, so like, now, we'll get out the list. <laughs> so now you've, you, so you're familiar, you've done some research on this. So don't you have to pay them? Like yes, a, a decent chunk per card, right? It's I not like I, I mean when I say a decent much. chunk, I feel like it's gotta be like 30 to 50 bucks or something. I mean, you're not doing like five dollars a card, right? No, 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 no. But I want to say it's in the neighborhood of 20, maybe a little over 20 dollars a card. But imagine yeah. this though, you have to send this card, you're gonna get graded, which could end up being worth a lot of money. You have to send it to them, and then they do it, and then they send it back. Like not to go in person, you can go in person, maybe. But do they have a brick and mortar store? I mean, Joe, how far down the rabbit hole did you go with this? <laughs> the closest I, you know, I haven't actually had any of my stuff graded. Um, when I was selling some cards on eBay or we were on the sheer for the more pricier stuff, I would have to send it to like a middleman first. Uh, this was through eBay where they would just basically authenticate it. Uh, but But I wasn't actually getting into like grading and whatnot. Um, but you know, I, if I pull like a really hot card, you know, if I, if I pull a rabbit out of my ass and I get a card that's going to be worth like thousands and thousands of dollars, well, well then of course I'm going to have it graded, uh, you know, just because, you know, like I said, there's a significant jump between a 10 and a nine, you know, so it's like, you know, especially if you, if, if you get that perfect card, uh, but yeah, I, it's not something I've done myself, but but I know it's something that a lot of collectors do. Um, in fact, I know that a few of the cards I've sold have been graded and resold for higher prices because, you know, I didn't care 
Oh, good for you. <laughs> so basically, you're paying the appraisers to do a, a fair job. Yeah, you're paying the appraisers to essentially vouch for you. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure that if they were to misgrade a card, it would blow back on them. Mm. So they're essentially... Like, I mean, they are... Like, and it's crazy, too, because the stuff that they argue, you know, the stuff that they, like, ding you on is stuff that's, like, really not your fault. It's like, they'll talk about, you know, and, and I'll see this on the videos of different shows I watch. They always talk about the centering of the cards. So, you know, just because when these cards are printed, it's not like you're printed one at, like, a time. It's printed on a sheet, you know what I mean? And so if it if the slicer comes down weird and it's, like, you know, just an extra no meter off on one side up oh, that you know that's immediately a nine or an eight not a ten so you know it, it, it's so arbitrary man it's... ain't that some shit <laughs> pretty much <laughs> good lord that's bullshit <laughs> so, you yeah. know it's, it's crazy to think that these garbage pail kids would actually be worth so much money that's i mean nuts. yeah it's like look uh you know there's only a handful that are in the grand uh area uh, and I'm curious, very, I'm very curious because some of them, uh, I'm looking at and I'm like, oh, I know I have that card, but I'm pretty sure it's not worth that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So one it wouldn't surprise me. One more topic just before we get to my segment. Um, there was another card that was kind of special. that was pulled a little bit earlier on this year. So there was a guy, uh, who was drafted <laughs> in the baseball draft, uh, last year and um he was drafted number two uh but you know a lot of people you know a lot of people had him and the guy who went number one pretty much ranked you know one a one b uh because this guy his dad was i can't remember if he was in the hall of fame but he's close to being like a hall of famer if not um so you know his son you know was drafted number two in the major league baseball draft and there's along with his prospect cards you know there are limited e edition cards made and such you know like oh you know this is like a gold one that's you know like one of ten and you know this one's like you know you know a five well there was a one of one card of him like a really special one and basically they said whoever pulls this card we will immediately give you a quarter of a million dollars for this card or you can hold on to the card Hope that he makes the Hall of Fame one day, and then we will give you one million dollars. Mm. So, so my question is, you know, this is all, you know, this is, you know, for sure, you know, if he made the Hall of Fame, they give you a million dollars. Now, and so and if he doesn't make the Hall of Fame, or like, is there a <laughs> is there a statute of limitations on that quarter of a million offer? Like uh, they were only offering it for the first five years of the the printing run. That I'm not in, sure. That in I'm not case sure. you know it was in a pack at the very bottom, and it's like Seven Eleven in Des Moines or something. I would think it was probably predicated <laughs> off of something like that, you know. So you know, probably this this year of that, you know. But here's my question: You pull the card. What are you doing? And I'm pretty sure I know the answer to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a group consensus, but of course I'm taking the 250,000 because, you know, this guy could bird in hand, baby. Yeah. It's like, you don't know what, what happened. All, we, all these guys who, who, who were drafted high, they, in any sport, you know, you never know if they're going to pan out. So, so, you know, a burden in the hand is worth 
two in the bush. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, and the th we, we've had this conversation with other things. We can take that 250K and invest it wisely and make it a million dollars anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Dave Ramsey. That's nah, right. Thank you, Dave that's, Ramsey. That's his general advice. The best advice you could ever do, you could ever take about investing is investing your money in a company called Buckwild Entertainment. Uh, invest in your future with Buckwild is what it is. Uh, it does not trade on the NASDAQ, but you can send me Venmo and I will promise that it will go to a good, good, uh, good cause. How about yeah, the S&P 500? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not on that. It's on the ball sack, though. That's what I'll say that. The, uh, the, the Grand Theft Auto trading platform ball sack. Uh, all right, I guess I don't have to ask your uh, opinion because it sounds like you're all on, on board the 250K. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, because look, it's like, I don't know, especially me, I don't know shit about anything sports related. So if I hear about there's some guy whose card is worth oh. this much, I don't know if he's going to fuck up or not. I'm just going to go ahead and take the money and run. And, and later in life, when the guy does make the Hall of Fame, Art just sits back in his mansion and says, meh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I wish uh, I, I live in Los Angeles and uh, that 250 is not going to get me very fucking far. So. <laughs> um, you, um, and I guess it's time, Art. What do you think? Oh, I think that it is. Lex load. Yay, yay. All right, so I have one thought experiment and one news item this week. I guess I'll start What's with the, the news again? item. I guess I'll start with the news item. Um, there was a very, you know, and I'm surprised that no one has brought this up, but, you know, one of the popular uh, games that people collect cards for is Magic the Gathering. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and too. there was a very big card pulled recently. Um, was it Gandalf? That, that made a lot. Of, well, well, you're close. That that made a lot of news because um, they did. Really, speaking of Gandalf, they did release a Lord of the Rings set recently, or something like that, and they only made one, <laughs> counted one ring card, oh. and so everybody was chasing this card, obviously. And one of my friends from BJJ, haha, BBJ, uh, mentioned. Oh, oh, wait! I screwed it up. I, I said BJJ instead of BBJ. Yeah, oh man, yeah, pretty much. Anyway, he had, <laughs> apparently they had planned to include the card later in the set. Um, you know, hoping that people would spend you know lots and lots of money on these cards before it was even released, but it was released early. Um, <laughs> so it turns Oops. out that. Someone did pull the card. Um, they actually took a video of them afterwards, shaking like a leaf, obviously. Huh. And um, the the rapper Post Malone, who apparently is a big Lord of the Rings fan, bought the card um, and all, and also met the guy in person. I think he I think he paid a little bit north of two million dollars for said card. Just one Magic the Gathering card, but the only one with the one ring on it. So that's that. uh, so you know, much like I was talking about with that NBA logo man card, like you know that, that you know that would be a hell of a card to to pull as well. And the only reason why I didn't mention it that and then during the white whale topic is because I wanted to save that for hey, this week's Lex Load. Uh, but but that is not, 
<laughs> that is not the end of my time. The other thing I wanted to bring up during this, uh, during my segment is, you know, hey, you know, with us talking about a YouTube channel and whatnot, or, you know, perhaps one day, what would you think about Joe doing some that was disappointing card box rips? Oh, good for you. <laughs> and, you know, just getting lots of disappointing cards. Shut your uh, poor mouth. You know, I don't really know what I'm looking at, but I guess I could learn. I, uh, dude, there would be nothing better than doing like a series of videos about unboxings or box rips, whatever you call it, with shit that we don't know anything about. It's just <laughs> us opening be like, all right, here we go. Um, All right, uh, let's go Google what this is then. You know? <laughs> you, you, you know, one thing that you guys probably would like is that there, there are subscription boxes out there i think this is so cool that actually have have card pack like tops packs from back in like the 80s that have never been opened and it's like you know it's subscription boxes that send you like 10 or more of these packs and they're like oh you know if and they'll actually send you like a list to and they'll say like you know hey if you rip open the 85 pack you're looking for like this rookie and this rookie and this rookie. you know that's that's pretty damn cool you know what i mean you know cool. all, all guys who are in like the hall of fame now so it's uh you know just a cool idea for a subscription box in fact we should do a an episode about subscription boxes because there are so many of the darn things out there yeah well i mean hey i i like the fact that you can actually go on ebay and you can buy unopened uh packs of garbage pail kid cards nice why don't you do it uh yeah i mean like they have it from the second series fourth tenth fifth it's uh pretty sweet cool. Ben and they're, they're not that one. expensive, you know. It's uh, you can get uh, let's see, 1986 Garbage Pail Original Series 5 sealed, um, for $3.99. Ooh, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Five and okay. a stick of bubble gum. You can get a 40 year old piece of fucking gum for this. Talk about a fucking blast from the past. That'd be fantastic. So See, that we, that's worth the investment that you might get those naughty Nick or whatever it was. It's worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this so. Is, if we ever do, if we ever become super popular, you know, this podcast takes over the world and we have our own card set. Uh, would a picture of my splooge be be our white whale? Hey guys, I got it. How else can I end this week's we're, Lex Load? We're, we're going to call that we're going to call that garbage pill kid a Lex Load. Go ahead, R. Play the music. Lex Load. Well, after as we've uh, wrapped up the Lex Load, uh, I think uh, for recently savvy listeners may know that that can only mean one thing mail motherfucker time to go to the mailbag and uh we once again have a uh have another uh another another missive from the ghost um haven't read it all i read is the subject line i hope it's charitable or else i'm gonna be have to do some censoring here uh it is entitled dr bjj so obviously referencing our, our good friend Dr. James, who was on last week. Thank you again. Hope you are not scarred. But uh let's oh, yeah. let's see. 
Uh, Dr. BJJ, last week I got a bit winded. I'll keep it short and to the point this week. Yes, my global boiling email was guessing the types of BJJ people Joe would have on. Now this week's podcast. As soon as the opening tune to your podcast hit Dr. BJJ hit, Dr. BJJ thought to himself, I done fucked up. <laughs> BJJ, Joe Soundboy, soundboard voice. Oh yeah, I should probably, uh, you know, let's, let's oh. I done fucked it up. Yeah, so uh, he said, <laughs> mustard, really? You could lick a piece of white poop and do the same. Your brain would be so consumed with the taste, you'd forget about your pain. A lot, oh my God, I scrolled down to the picture and I didn't, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, okay, uh, a lot of bad information from field doctors <laughs> too, not just online doctors. Want proof? Check out the vaccine. <laughs> MAGA for life, mother truckers. <laughs> <laughs> some doctors say don't follow online advice which i can agree with to a point except online medicine updates quicker than these field doctors when's the last time these field doctors took updated classes on medical changes kind of scary huh yeah they have a point there i mean i know that some doctors do continuing education but i don't know if they do as much as they should you know i think only the the real passionate medical professionals continue reading in their particular field to know about the, the latest, you know, breaks and stuff. <clears throat> anyway, back to the email. Um, they take a few hours of CME over five years. Okay, well, there you go. So he's <laughs> taking that. You Cali peeps need like 25 hours a year. That's not even a work week. <laughs> Here is something else great. For every doctor that says one thing, there's an equally certified doctor that says something else. We're all fucked. Here's a topic. Why don't you all dive into the whole steroid, TRT, peptide, serum topic in sports? Toodles, the ghost. P.S. Kelly gave me a cosmic cum shot. <laughs> Was like SpaceX Starship launching. And, oh my God. Oh, don't show okay. the picture, please. The picture, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, ben, you can avert your eyes. But uh, Joe, that's a, a Photoshop of me, apparently uh, blowing myself with uh, my uh, with an anus um, right there. So <laughs> there you go. And then that's a gif of somebody licking white poop at the very bottom. So, um, well, that's, that's good. Thank I, you. I well, was that was actually it. not so bad. I, I was really, you know what? <gasps> Do you think the doctor is the ghost? That's. I guess things happen. No, I'm still going to say I think it's produced uh, former producer Kenny uh, in disguise, but that that's just my my guess. But um, what are we going to do? So there you go, Joe. You look disgusted. I am with the show or life. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I figured as much. Oh, well, Ben, mm -hmm. anything exciting on your end that you care to share before we uh, cut cut bait here? Mm, I enjoy being a guest on this podcast, and I look forward to doing it again. Oh, and Art, dude, we got to trade uh, Garbage Pail Kids. We got to do I, it. I'm going to look through. I'm going to look through and see what I got, and uh, I'll see if there's uh, what I what I feel good. When I feel good parting, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll do, you know what? We'll get together. We have to do it at a park or a playground. We have to sit cross-legged on the ground and lay them out on the ground. No, Joe. No. Yes. 
And we have to remember whose cards are no. whom's. <laughs> okay, That's fine. always a classic mistake right there. Yes. Uh, excuse me. Nobody knows what we're talking about, but Joe was just asking or suggesting a topic to which I was uh, oily telling him no. But we'll probably do it next week anyway, because I won't think about the show until um, next Thursday. And then suddenly we have to record again. Uh, all right. So there you go. You have it. This is Trading Cards. You've heard it from this panel of experts, well-established in our fields. Uh, we know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, if you have any questions about financial investments or advice, make sure you email joe at joe.lex at thelexload.com. Uh, if you have questions about the show, you can hit us up. Also at, send boobs. Uh, and send boobs and nudes. Uh, you can do the same to uh, pixiestickwang at gmail.com. Let's, uh, let's have more pixie, pixie stick wang emails. And uh, to the ghost, thank you for uh, always keeping us surprised with whatever fucking things you have to say. Um, and uh, until next time, make sure you go and buy all the Garbage Pail Kid cards because they are the tits. And uh, Joe, you got anything else? Boobs. Cool. I'll take that. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic blues. I got the alcoholic blues. I got the alcoholic blues. Hello there, and welcome to Sports Cards Anonymous. Uh, you know, just a place on the internet where card enthusiasts gather to talk about absolute nonsense, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I want to talk about one of the, what I believe is the biggest myths in the hobby. And while we talk about it, uh, we'll go through uh, another part of my collection here. This is uh, my second box of uh, about six that are really collection cards for me, and uh, so we'll go through this one. And today's topic, what's burning a hole in my head, is sports cards are not an investment. They are not. And that, that's not a question. It's not me pondering the idea. It's me stating a fact. Sports cards okay. are not an investment. That is a myth perpetuated by collectors who wish that these were investments. It is a myth perpetuated by big-time hobby influencers that want to see more traction in game. <laughs> right? I mean, look, even for myself, there is, um, there, you know, I mean, you, you want the hobby to be bigger because it makes your YouTube channel bigger. It, you know, I, I'm retired. I don't even make content anymore. And still there's a draw for that. I'm not saying people are doing things nefariously. I think yeah. a lot of people are just wrong. They're just wrong. Yeah, kid. 